Hey, it's Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast peeps? We got a fascinating topic this week to talk about. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to alert you to something, because some of you just live with me here on the podcast, and you don't get my blog or uh, newsletters or anything. Uh, for those of you who are authors, coaches, consultants, speakers, agents of change, people who run nonprofit organizations, political leaders, people who want to put a dent in the universe, who want to knock the universe off its axis by two millimeters, knowing that the work they do makes a difference, there's an event I want you to know about, and uh, go and check it out. Just if, if you're in one of the categories we just discussed, please go to tribalevent.com and check it out because there's no event anywhere in the world like this. It's just for influencers. It's just for people who want to change the world. And um, really, there's nothing even remotely close. So if you're one of those people, I want you playing in that sandbox with me at the tribal event. All right, so let's get into this meaty topic of this episode, which is what's the rationale for becoming rich? And I think this is really worth some critical thinking about. Really, and I want to challenge your belief system on a couple of things, and I want you to Think about this question in, in probably a way that you might never have thought about it before. The rationale for becoming rich, meaning what are the reasons that it's your destiny to become rich, that it's your responsibility to become rich? So what's the rationale for that? Um, and now that may shock you, I, I, and if it does, great. You see, my responsibility. He's telling me it, it, it's my job, it's my responsibility for becoming rich. Yeah, I actually believe that. Now you say, am I, am I, am I demanding that everybody on the planet has to become rich? No. Am I saying it's the job of everybody's planet on to become rich? No, but I do believe it is the responsibility of enlightened people to become wealthy, to become prosperous, to manifest prosperity across all of the elements, wellness, relationships, uh, spiritually, uh, physically, and financially. And the world needs that. The universe needs you to do that. Um, and, it, uh, and because you're a subscriber to the podcast, I'm going to put you in that category of being like people that it is your responsibility. So let's look at the rationale. And I want to begin with the non-rationale. Begin with the reasons why you, that aren't reasons why you should become rich. Because I think um, there's a lot of cloudy water in this space. There's a lot of misrepresentation. There's a lot of distortion. And um, so I'm going to say, the, you know, one of the reasons that you're supposed to become rich 
is not so that you can indulge every whim, buy every watch you see, get every designer clothes to have 87 car garage for the gratification of every animal desire that you have. No, that's a hedonism, a hedonism, and, and I don't, I'm not advocating that. I'm not a proponent of that. Um, and I don't think that's prosperity. Um, th but I do think you're supposed to have a desire for more. And I believe that seeking pleasure is part of prosperity. But it's seeking pleasure with the bigger picture of the responsibility that comes with that pleasure that you're seeking, with the fulfillment, with the satisfaction. Um, and yes, you don't get to gratify every animal desire, but a performance of every function, including sex, is part of life. And if you didn't hear the episode a couple of weeks ago, it's titled Sex and Prosperity. Be sure and go back and listen to that one. So I won't go into that more because I've got a whole episode to, devoted to that. But again, I, I think that I don't want you to be, uh, uh, you know, it's not about head, you know, hedonism, hedonism. It's, but I do think seeking pleasure, fulfillment, and satisfaction are part of the prosperity equation. Now let me give you the second one, which is a not a reason for you to become rich. And this one may shock or, or threaten some of you, and if so, great, think about it, challenge me, challenge the idea, process the idea. And I would say that you're not supposed to become rich so you can live a life of total service and altruism. Um, being, uh, living, here's what may shock some of you or you know, insult some of you. Um, living a life of total altruism is not any more noble than living a life of total selfishness. I believe both of those are off the rails. Both of those have jumped the shark. Um, and I'd say, it gives the people say, my only, my only purpose in life is to, is to serve God. My only purpose in life is to do God's work. I just think that is sick, twisted, and dysfunctional. And one of the things, if you haven't done it, um, is to read my blog at randygage.com. This uh, episode is going to come out on Wednesday, um, so let me try to do some of the math in my head where we're going to be at there. We started last week, I gave the five deadliest causes of failure that I see in all my work, in my Breakthrough You coaching program, consulting with high-level achievers, and I've worked with millionaires, multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, elite athletes world-class achievers, well, you know, uh, leaders of countries. Uh, I've worked at, with, with people at really high levels of success and achievement, coaching and consulting with them, and I 
see a lot of self-defeating behavior, a lot of causes that uh, prevent them from reaching the highest levels of success that they're capable of. And so I wrote this blog series, which I thought would be five cute, clever little posts on my blog, and they it, it has consumed me for a couple of weeks now. Uh, writing them, and it has turned into a manifesto on personal development. So it started last week, and I started with the fifth cause, the fourth, the third, the second, and then number one, which was worthiness issues. Um, and then I couldn't finish it with five, so I'm still in the middle of it. And you'll see, even today, when you're listening to this, if you're listening on release day, I'm still in that series of going through how we get these limiting and negative beliefs and then how they cause us to self-sabotage and a big one i'm talking about is worthiness issues and a big part of that comes from the chunk that that people get from organized religion and that's just sick and dysfunctional now there's nothing wrong with serving others there's nothing wrong with contributing to a higher good. I want that for you. I want you to be prosperous, not for the money, but for who you become, for what you do to become that person, for the, the joy and the gratitude and the service and the inspiration and the beauty and the blessings that you will circulate to the world. But if you tell me it's all about living a life of uh, total altruism, I'm going to say that's messed up. It's not serving you. Just like I'd say the life of just indulging every whim for your selfish desires isn't serving you. I think the sweet spot is in the middle. So those are the two things that I say. Don't use those as the rationale for becoming wealthy, even though there are many, many people who do that in their life. Um, why should you become wealthy? What's the real uh, rationale? Here's what I think is the a fundamental truth about this. Desire is the catalyst for growth. Because if you really follow my work, you know I believe that prosperity is manifest by creating value. So how do we create value is we add to value. We look at a process and we find a way to make it quicker or uh, easier or less expensive or more meaningful or whatever. We add value to the process. So we add value and or we solve problems and or we envision possibilities so to manifest prosperity we have to serve others we have to create real tangible value so what does that mean that means the the when desire becomes this catalyst for you to grow so you decide okay i want to buy that new mclaren sports car that new lambo coming out and I need half a million dollars for that, or I gotta manifest a million dollars to do that. Um, yes, that's a very materialistic goal, but if that brings joy to you, I have no problem with that. You know me, you guys have followed my work, I'm crazy for sports cars. But 
That isn't what it's about. It's about who you have to become to manifest that million and a half bucks to buy the McLaren or the half a million to buy the Lambo. It's the value that you have to provide the world to make that happen. So here's what I think it is. I think when you get desire to have, do, and become more, that's really your potential for a richer life seeking manifestation. So that's a wondrous thing. Celebrate. Now here would be the next rationale for why you need to become wealthy. Because here's my fervent belief. If you want to be more, know more, help more, and become more, you need to have more. This is the way the world works. We need income, we need wealth, we need money to be able to do our work, to live our lives, to express our joy, to develop as human beings, to help other people. Um, the more you have, the more you can advance the universe. So it's this balance between altruistic and selfish. But I'm going to define selfish in the, the way, the methodology you would see from Ayn Rand, uh, who wrote a book that's really worth your read if you haven't read it, called The Virtue of Selfishness. And, you know, that might be a, a, a topic we do for a whole podcast one time. And I'm just now thinking that maybe it would be a great one. So probably we'll do that in the future. But in, in other words, I, I see selfishness as a virtue when you're doing it in the big picture stuff, where you understand that, hey, to really help anybody in the universe, you have to have your own needs met first. Just as a mother has to do certain things so she can protect her baby. A, a animal, whether lion or tiger or elephant, uh, parent has to do certain things to protect their offspring. It's the same, you know, whether it's your spouse, whether it's the nonprofit or charity that's near and dear to your heart, you can't help them if you're broke. You can't help them if you're worried about paying the light bill because the power is going to get cut off or you're worried about being thrown out on the street because the rent is due and you don't have it, right? You've got to make sure your own needs get met first. So. Let's lose all of this bullshit romantic programming that it's, um, there's been some romanticism about being poor. There isn't. You wanna do good, you wanna help people, you wanna make the universe a better place, hey, become prosperous. Uh, and here's the most important thing I wanna leave with you on this topic, which is this. You don't need to take from anyone else to manifest prosperity. You don't need to exploit anyone or anything else to manifest your prosperity. Your good does not have to come at anyone else's expense. 
that's a bad premise. That's part of the bad programming that's out there that keeps people broke. Is this thing that, well, if you become more successful, you're, you're exploiting other people. It's coming out of the mouths of other people, the food from their mouth. No, that isn't the case at all. Because true prosperity, everything that makes up true prosperity is infinite. And that's what I want to explore in the next original episode for you guys that, we, uh, that we're going to put out next Wednesday. So go out and have an amazing day. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, Facebook, your YouTube, uh, let people know what you think of the Power of Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.